the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Certainly did. Hi, everybody. Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. Hope you're doing good. We got a uh, we got a pretty pretty good show for you tonight. There's no guests on this show this evening. It's just going to be me blabbing away for the next fifty uh, something minutes or so. Uh, but how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo. That's G A double T U double L O. Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Uh, don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for A G Craft Beer Cast. And you can find the shows on those platforms. We're Alexa ready as well. We're also available on Radio.com. And we are also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the Hopped Up Network.com and uh, you will find my show along with a plethora of other shows. Uh, to listen to at your leisure. So, um, we start off with Rush tonight. And um, I know it's over a week old. Uh, the news broke uh, the Friday before last of the death of um, the drummer and lyricist for the band, Neil Peart, 67 years old, brain cancer, had been dealing with it for the last three years. And... Um, Forgive me, I know we talk about beer on the show, but music is just as much uh, important to this show as uh, the beer is. Because usually when you're drinking beer, you're a lot of times you're listening to music. Maybe you're watching TV, maybe you're reading a book or whatever. But um, in the end, music and beer go hand in hand. And uh, Rush is one of those bands. Rush is one of those bands where you're either a fan of or you're not. I think that's the best way to describe it. And Rush fans are passionate. Rush fans devour the entire catalog. They know all kinds of, you know, nuances and things of Rush. Uh, I was a huge Rush fan growing up in the 80s. Uh, but my journey to Rush is a little different than other people. Um, I love the 70s Rush. Very hard, heavy. But... Um, but the uh, the the two albums that really cemented me for Rush was Signals and Grace Under Pressure. And I know that there are a lot of Rush fans that are not big fans of the 80s kind of Rush where they kind of went synthesizers, um, the hairstyles that kind of looked like they were members of uh, Wham. Um, <laughs> and that's being kind. Uh, Getty Lee had switched out his Rickenbacker with a smaller um, uh, no-neck bass kind of. Uh you know, it was uh, it was a different time then, and a lot of bands were experimenting with synthesizers and, and different things. And those two albums, Signals and Grace Under Pressure, 1982-1984, really, really got me into Rush. And then I kind of faded away with Rush in the 90s. I was more into blues and things of that nature than really listening to Rush, and then came back to Rush in the 2000s. Um, and I still love the older stuff. And the R40 tour, I have to say was probably, like, I, I remember I said to my friend Gary that night when we walked out of the Prudential Center, I said, if this is the last time we ever see this band, they laid it all out on the table. They played you their catalog from A to Z, and they started from the newest stuff all the way back to the original. And we'll sprinkle some Russian during the show, of course. Um, but Rush was one of those bands that just got to me. The lyrics, more importantly, and that is Neil Peart's lasting legacy. This man wrote the majority of their songs, and he was not an original founder of the band. He actually came in on the second album. First album he wasn't in. 
Um, so it's 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 interesting, and he just had this way about him, uh, Neil, of writing things that made sense. The song I played after him, it's from Grace Under Pressure. Uh, Suddenly you're gone from all the lives you left your mark upon. Well, Neil did that. He left his mark on a lot of people. And I know my buddy Jared Max, huge Rush fan. You might hear him over on uh, Fox News Channel and Fox News Radio uh, doing, uh, what is it, Sirius XM Channel 115, uh, doing sports upsa- uh, updates and stuff. Huge Rush fan. My buddy Mark Renee does sports uh, over on uh, 1010 Wins. Huge Rush fan. I could name you 15 Rush fans off the top of my head. I'm not going to do that here because that's not the point of this. Um, but every one of them, devastated. Nobody knew that he had brain cancer. The band and and Neil himself had kept it a secret, didn't want people to know. And that was Neil's style. He was very, very low-key, um, wicked sense of humor. The whole band has a wicked sense of humor. But um, he did not want to um, become a spectacle. Uh, and so nobody knew about this. And, you know, obviously the reason why they decided to stop touring was partially, be- mostly because of Neil. Uh, but it wasn't because of the brain cancer. It was because he was having back problems, arthritis. Look, you get behind a kit and you're out on the road 250, 300 days a year, it, it gets to you after a while. And Neil was tired. And I think Getty and Alex probably figured, all right, take a couple of years off, rest, maybe we'll come back, you know, whatever. Or, you know, maybe they just decided, okay, that's it. You know, it's over. I know Neil, I know that Alex and, and, and Getty still want to play. And they've kind of noodled around with different bands and stuff and kind of fooled around doing some different things. Who knows if those two will get back together again. And it'll never be the same thing. Even if they decided, even, listen, even if Neil hadn't passed, there was no way they were going to get another drummer and just go out and be Rush. Can't do that. The man, Neil Peart was a perfectionist behind the kit. They all were. The three of them were. Still are, obviously. But um, this is, for me, it's a part of my youth. Like, I loved Signals and Grace Under Pressure because songs in those on those two albums spoke to me as a as a 12 and 14-year-old um, of things that I was dealing with uh, in my life at that time. And especially Grace Under Pressure. I listen to Grace Under Pressure more than I do Signals, but both of those albums, like I worked out the other day and was listening, listened to the entire album while I worked out Grace Under Pressure. Uh, there was this 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 whole thing in nineteen in the in the early to mid eighties nuclear war. What was going to happen with Russia? Were the Soviets going to push the button? Um, and a lot of that had to do with nuclear war and the aftermath of nuclear war and what would happen. Would would would, would the country be taken over? And a lot of the lyrics in there kind of uh, meet that mood, so to speak. But those were the two albums that really got me into Rush, and. Um, I saw them a number of times. Uh, I think the first time I saw them was the Time Stand Still tour. I know that sounds weird, but as a, as a young kid into really into heavy metal, I was bouncing around with all different types of bands. Rush was kind of one of those, I want to see them, but I haven't had a chance. And then finally, 1987? 1987, Time Stand Still, Madison Square Garden. I remember we ate at Beefsteak Charlie's before we went into the garden when Beefsteak Charlie's was a was a franchise, for those of you old enough to remember. And then went to the garden, sat up on the roof in the old blue seats uh, to see Rush and totally blown away. And uh, Bobby Yuski, if you're listening out there, thank you for the tickets. That was, uh, you know, I mean, he got them. I paid I paid my way, but, you know, he was the one who secured the tickets. So thank you for that. Um, I, I will always remember um, going to see a Rush concert was like putting the album... Uh, on the record player and listening to it again for the first time because these guys were so technically proficient and perfectionists that they were one of the few bands that what you heard on the album was exactly what you were going to hear in concert. And that was a cool thing. Um, and again, the the sense of humor, that kind of um, dry wit that they had, especially in the lyrics um, and the way they did things, uh, you know, again, you were either a fan of Rush or you were not a fan of Rush. Uh, there is some little in, in between where you're kind of, yeah, oh yeah, I like Spirit of Radio and I like Subdivisions, but um, like Subdivisions, that's a perfect example. I know 
supposed to talk about beer here, but we'll get to the news in the next segment because we're running out of time here in this segment. But um, subdivisions is a perfect example of the three of them growing up in Canada and how Getty Lee lived in this subdivided neighborhood uh, as a as a Jewish boy going through, you know, kind of being a minority in Canada and being shunned and not being the cool kid in school and not hanging out with the cool kids and kind of doing his own thing. And everything is subdivided. And that's kind of how it was in the 80s, too. You had these subdivisions of, of you know, areas. You had, you know, growing up on Staten Island, you had, uh, you know, an area where, uh, you know, Italian-Americans uh, congregated. You had an area where uh, there was African-Americans that congregated. It was, everything was kind of subdivided. And every song kind of told a little story into their lives or what was going on in the world. And that was a cool thing. And it was something that you could follow along. And um, Neil Peart, 67, he will certainly be missed. Uh, just, um, it's just a terrible thing. And, uh, you know, having gone through, uh, you know, cancer myself, not near to the extent of what, uh, obviously what Neil went through. Um, it stinks. It really does. I'd like to say worse, but I can't because this is the radio, but honestly, F cancer. I want them, you really want them to find a cure. You want to put your money somewhere, put it somewhere where it's going to go towards cancer research to help people to, to figure out a cure for all of these different things. It's really a terrible thing. Now, look, when we come back, we'll get into the news. We'll get into all the, the, the beer news and stuff. And, of course, suds and duds later on. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Eric Metaxas wants people to try to open their minds. A lot of people have been upset with me for my support of the president. I think, well, try to understand why. Anytime somebody says, oh, you're just selling your soul for political power, it's just kind of funny that people say that as though like they know that's true. And I think, look, if you know me, I would like to think that you'd at least know that I would never want to do anything like that. So maybe it's worth trying to understand what I'm saying. Let, let's try. The Eric Metaxas Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 970. The Answer. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. Hi, Kevin McCullough. The next Dining Out Dialogue at the Hunt and Fish Club on January the 24th. Special guest co-host Carol Markowitz in person. And guests, former supermodel Elizabeth Pipko and Fox News superstar Laura Logan. Call 212-575-4949 for reservations. You don't feel right. You sleep plenty, but you're always tired. Your joints hurt. You push through it. It could be lupus. We're here to help. Learn more at BeFierceTakeControl.org. Brought to you by the Lupus Foundation of America and CDC. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees trouble for Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has lost control and has no idea what she is doing. She chooses the man who has deservedly obtained the greatest reputation for dishonesty, Adam Schiff. And that takes some doing. She's lost it, and this is going to be most enjoyable. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. Brought to you in part by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. Whether you need help drafting a will, trust, power of attorney, or health care proxy, their experienced team of attorneys have been helping clients plan their estates for over 30 years. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com.
Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little subdivisions from Rush's Signals album, the 67 years old Neil Peart dying the Friday before last. At, uh, again, at 67 years old due to uh, complications from uh, geoblastoma, or is it geoblastoma? Geoblastoma, I believe it is. Um, Lost a great musical talent at 67 years old. And don't even get me started, please, on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, I'm incredibly upset uh, that Judas Priest didn't get in, Soundgarden didn't get in, Pat Benatar didn't get in. Here's my little take on the on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame very quickly. Rush is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, if you have a fan vote and the leading vote-getter doesn't get in, what was the point of having a fan vote? Dave Matthews' band got the most votes from the fans, over a million votes. They didn't get in. Uh, the Doobie Brothers got in, deserving. Uh, Whitney Houston, uh, rock and roll? Why not call it the Music Hall of Fame? Don't call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if it's not rock and roll artists. That's all. That's, I'm just saying that, okay? Uh, you know, and we'll move on. Uh, again, uh, Neil Peart, uh, 67 years old, died uh, a week ago uh, this pa- last Friday um, of uh, complications from uh, brain cancer. 67 years old. He will be missed. We'll be playing some Rush throughout the show. I would mentioned in the last segment, in the opening segment, about subdivisions and um, the, the lyrics of, of, um, of Neil Peart, uh, not only the drummer of the band, but what a lyricist, uh, an amazing individual. So we got no guests on the program tonight, uh, but there is no shortage of news, uh, especially beer news. So let's start in, um, in Michigan. So apparently Michigan's craft beer industry uh, continues to blossom and expand, but breweries say they've got an issue with the cap on how much beer they can distribute on their own without having a contract with a distributor. Uh, State Representative Pauline Wenzel says the limit is currently 1,000 barrels a year, and she's got a bill to double that and exclude taproom sales. Taproom sales, whatever they sell in glasses um, in their breweries right now, counts in their uh, self-distribution, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Right now, we are one of the we are the lowest in the country as far as self-distribution goes, by far. So, actually. so the Water uh, Lit Republican announced a bill at the 2020 Michigan Brewers Guild Winter Conference and Trade Show in Kalamazoo uh, the Friday last Friday. Uh, Wenzel says her bill will be the lead bill in a bipartisan package aimed at cutting red tape for the craft beer industry. We're just trying to make our brewers and our small businesses uh, more competitive with our surrounding states. And that makes perfect sense uh, because you should be able to distribute your beer however you want, whether it is with a distributor or on your own. Um, and if you may, believe me, there are, there are breweries that are making more than 1,000 barrels a year. They should be able to self-distribute if they want to. So uh, we'll follow up on that. We'll see what's going on there, and uh, we will uh, update you. Uh, as we see fit. Six Point Brewery releasing three new beers as part of their year-round lineup available throughout their distribution network. Uh, These three beers, Trail Haze, Hazy Adventure IPA. Uh, I guess that's one title. Trail Haze, Hazy Adventure IPA. It's a long title. Hootie Haze IPA and Meltdown Hazy uh, Double IPA. Um, These, uh, let's see, the first one, Trail Haze, is a 4% ABV, 99-calorie Hazy Adventure IPA. Interesting. Hopped with Southern Hemisphere favorites Vic Secret and Enigma, as well as Mosaic, produced without any sweeteners or flavorings. Uh, I guess this is their uh, approach at low-calorie beers. Um, let's see here. It is aggressively dry hopped. The blend of American and Australian hops to be extremely aromatic and expressive. Hootie, 6.2% ABV, 5 IBU, uh, uh, IPA gratuitously dry hopped with three hops, um, it, it's a, uh, an everyday hazy IPA described to be incredibly juicy and aromatic, also very easy to drink with low bitterness. You've got 5 IBU and an IPA. Yeah, that's low bitterness. Um, Hootie was one of the first releases from Six Point's product development team, has been worked on for over two years. Uh, they had released the beer Six Point in 16-ounce cans for limited distribution uh, last year, and the final update to the beer is raising the ABV slightly from 5.4%. To six point two percent in the third year uh, year round edition meltdown. It's an eight percent ABV, twenty IBU, double IPA, um, intensely hopped with mosaic and mandarina Bavaria. Uh, the beer is a smooth, soft, hazy body, meant to be extremely lush and juicy. This is uh, their expression of a New England double IPA. Uh, at 8%. So this is interesting. So the new year-round beers will serve as everyday staples alongside classic favorites like Sweet Action, Bengali, Resin, and The Crisp. 
Six Point will also be releasing a robust seasonal program uh, this coming year. So interesting stuff from Six Point. Um, We'll have to try some of those beers and see how they are. Uh, Trillium Brewing Company uh, released Switchboard Operator about a week or so ago. It's a new double IPA uh, that... um, it began its journey, according to the press release, through primary fermentation and a combination of 500-liter neutral punchins and 200-liter American oak casts. The special technique comes courtesy of Firestone Walker, uh, which is very cool, and their modified uh, Burton Union system, which they employ to produce their trailblazing flagship double barrel ale. Uh, so Jim Crooks, the um, Barrel Works master blender, said, we're equal parts grateful and excited to have worked in collaboration um, uh, oh no! This isn't a quote from uh, Jim Crooks. This is from uh, this is from somebody at Trillium. Um, it is a nine and a half percent ABV. Uh, this is interesting. So uh, it's uh, it's a big hazy uh, IPA, and it's available uh, throughout uh, Trillium Brewing Company's Canton, Fort Point, and Fenway locations uh, in Boston. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder. Plus, there's glassware to go with it as well. Uh, and I guess it's going to be in cans, too. So, you know what? i have to ask my neighbor the next time he's up in Massachusetts if he sees this uh, Trillium beer. Uh, Greg, he might, have to, uh, he might have to pick that up for me. So as we continue on here with our uh, news, and uh, there is lots of news to get to. We're going to have another news-filled segment uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, the good folks at Heavy Seas are welcoming the 2020 edition of Blackbeard's Breakfast. It's an imperial coffee porter that, is, of course, is aged in bourbon barrels. They're available in both four packs of 12-ounce bottles and on draft. They're also introducing an extremely limited draft-only variant of the beer brewed with lactose. I'm guessing that is only going to be available uh, at the brewery itself. Um, Let's see. Blackbeard's Breakfast, uh, aged in bourbon barrels, brewed with local Chesapeake Bay Roasting Company Dark Sumatra Coffee. Uh, Paired with bourbon notes in the sumptuous uh, Sumatran Coffee, Blackbeard's Breakfast will please coffee and beer connoisseurs alike. And for Blackbeard's Breakfast Tiramisu... Uh, this is a special chocolate-forward espresso roasted just for this beer. Uh, the lactose in it gives you the luxurious mouthfeel and sweetness you'd expect from a delectable slice of tiramisu. That is interesting. But unfortunately, it's only available on uh, draft, and I'm guessing uh, only available probably at Heavy Seas uh, in in uh, in Baltimore. It is a 10% ABV uh, with a 40 IBU. That uh, sounds uh, delicious. And then finally... Um, a story that I had posted on our uh, Facebook page a couple of days ago. This is very cool. So at least 100 women from breweries across New Jersey are going to get together on Monday, February 3rd at Forgotten Boardwalk in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, to create a beer together. Uh, breweries, brewers and other brewery team members from at least 34 of the state's craft breweries in Jersey are going to craft a 60-barrel Belgian triple, the strongest woman on earth in what organizers say is the state's largest beer collaboration ever. Um, According to Alexis Degnan, um, the executive director of the New Jersey Brewers Association, these members of the state's expanding craft beer community include owners, tasting room managers, sales representatives, and other brewery team members. Uh, they are uh, The New Jersey Brewers Association is organizing this day-long event uh, with Forgotten Boardwalk. Uh, as Deegan says, she says, there is a sisterhood in the brewery world that is vibrant and fantastic, and this is a day to celebrate all of these amazing women. Uh, women have been brewing since the dawn of time, and you can find us in every aspect of this industry, from grain to glass here in our state. The strongest woman on earth is a tribute to all of the rock star ladies here in New Jersey. That is very, very cool. Uh, and Women's Brew Day is taking place a month before Women's History Month, a time when Pink Boots chapters of women brewers throughout the country join in beer collaborations to highlight the role of women in the craft beer industry. Uh, New Jersey does not have its own chapter of Pink Boots, according to this article from the Courier Post online, Uh, but women in the industry wanted to create a way to celebrate their strength in beer. Deegan says, we're trying to carve out something special for New Jersey. This is very cool. Now, the industry event not open uh, to the public, uh, so this is something that's going to be put together, obviously, by Forgotten Boardwalk, which is owned. Uh, by a woman, Jamie Queller. She is the president of the New Jersey Brewers Association. Uh, this is really cool. So here are all the breweries that are getting involved in this. For, um, of course, Forgotten Boardwalk. You've got Almentry, Alternative, Alternative, uh, alter, Alternative, listen to me, Alternate Ending Brewing in Aberdeen, which hasn't even opened yet, Angry Eric Brewing, Axe and Arrow, Bonesaw, Bradley Brew Project, Cold Spring Brewery, Chickmeister, 
uh, Devil's Creek, Double Nickel, Eclipse, Ghost Talk, Ain't and Sand, Gusto, Four City, Hidden Sands, High Rail, Jersey Girl Brewing, Jersey Cyclone Brewing. Uh, you've got uh, Manskirt, Montclair, Screaming Hill, Third State, Tom's River, Twin Elephant, Two Ton, uh, Untied, Vinyl Brewing, Westville, and Zed's Beer. This is great. I mean, you're talking a, a wide spectrum from north to south of women that are going to get together and brew this strongest woman on earth beer. And again, it is going to be a Belgian triple, uh, a 60-barrel Belgian triple. That is very cool. Um, we'll talk more about this next week. Uh, this is this is such a great idea. And celebrating women uh, in the beer industry, I think, is always an awesome thing. Now, when we come back after a short break, we are going to have more news on this program. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's there and 33 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Subway service was back to normal after water wreaked havoc this morning in New York City. Steve Greenfield has the details. A water main break on the Upper West Side turned the neighborhood into a water park, albeit a very cold one. It had been disrupting train service and causing extensive traffic delays. It all began at 103rd Street and Central Park West at about 7.50 Sunday morning. Water poured through the ceiling onto subway tracks and flooded streets as well. By 1 p.m., all service suspensions were lifted, with delays remaining on the A, C, and D lines. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio, New York. A broken sign at a church is the latest in a string of vandalism incidents in Westchester County. Officials say that a welcome sign at St. John's Episcopal Church in Pleasantville was cracked and split over the weekend. This comes nearly two weeks after a rash of vandalism in Yorktown, where windows were broken at numerous churches and a menorah was found toppled over at Veterans Field. Authorities in Yorktown are investigating the incidents as hate crimes and are being assisted by the FBI. In sports, the stage is set for Super Bowl 54 as Kansas City Chiefs face off with the San Francisco 49ers at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami coming up on February 2nd. In the NHL, Islanders fell to the Hurricanes. 2-1 was that final score. And unfortunately, Rangers lost to Columbus Blue Jackets. 2-1 was that final score as well. Your traffic delays got an accident on the Garden State Parkway right now, northbound at exit 140B. Two lanes are blocked and traffic is back for at least one exit. And then 22 eastbound, you have a crash here that shuts down between Hillside Avenue and North Broad Street. And another collision over on the Turnpike southbound at Interchange 8A. Weather for tonight, partly cloudy, low around 23 degrees. For your Martin Luther King Day sunshine, high near 32. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AM 970, The Answer. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New Jersey Army National Guard. Aired by the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AF 970. The Answer. Back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A double T U double L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. 
You can find all the shows on those those two platforms. We're Alexa ready as well. We're also available on radio.com and the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the hoppedupnetwork.com and you will find uh, my beer cast along with a, a plethora of others for you to listen to uh, at your leisure. Uh, the Analog Kid, that's from uh, Signals as well. We did subdivisions. Obviously, we're doing a whole thing on uh, Rush this week because of the passing of Neil Peart, uh, 67 uh, dead uh, from uh, brain cancer uh, that he had been suffering through for the last three years. And, you know, Neil was pretty much out of the public eye after Rush uh, finished their farewell, their farewell tour, R40, uh, back in 2015. Nobody really had heard from him. Um, he was pretty much done. And uh, that uh, that's another song, The Analog Kid. Great uh, lyrics, the drum work. I mean, the whole band was just it was unbelievable, and it's sad. Uh, that Neil has left us at 67, uh, far too young. And it also kind of reaches out to um, your own mortality, so to speak. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm going to be 50 in a couple of months. And I think when you reach that that age, there was a study the other day that said, you know, 47 is kind of the, uh, the age where... Uh, your happiness is, or you, the kind of like the perfect storm of life. I forgot, I, I should pull up the article. I haven't had a chance to take a look at it again. But apparently 47 is where you're happiest. Um, I disagree with that. I think age is but a number. Um, you know, I'm going to be 50 in a couple of months. I don't feel like I'm 50. My body may be saying and <laughs> saying something different. But uh, I still feel like a kid. I get excited about concerts, sporting events, things of that nature. Uh, I still want to do the things that I did when I was in my 20s. Um, not necessarily wear the same clothes that I did in the tw- in my twenties, but uh, you know how it is. I mean, we all get that way. But uh, you know, I think the best of my life is still yet to come. Uh, you know, as I reach fifty, I don't look at it as the demarcation line where uh, things are going to go downhill from there. Let's put it that way. But let's get into some more news. Um, Stone Brewing, we mentioned this a couple of months ago, and we weren't sure when they were going to come out with this particular beer. Uh, but Stone has come out with uh, a beer that they are, you know, you know what's funny? Uh, I actually posted this and forgot to put the name of the beer in here. And it is, I believe it is Viking Space Probe. Uh, it is a double IPA. Uh, this is out of their Napa Brewing facility, and uh, it is available uh, online in 12-ounce six-pack cans. They're only shipping to California only, but it'll be on draft cans and 22-ounce bottles in stone locations uh, coming nationwide, excuse me, starting on January 27th. So I'm hoping that they send me a sample of this because I definitely want to try it, and I love the cover. Anything having to do with space, I'm kind of I'm into. So uh, Viking Space Probe from Stone, another one of these uh, double IPAs that they're coming out with that I, I cannot wait uh, to uh, to sample. So hopefully they send it to me. If not, I will definitely pick up a six-pack of this uh, in stores to check it out. Now, what's very cool about what Dogfish Head Brewing is doing uh, is they have teamed up with Rodenbach to release Vibrant P-Ocean. It is the first of its kind collaboration. Um, so uh, a 25-year-old brewery almost and, uh, and an almost 200-year-old brewery in Rodenbach releasing this 4.7% ABV blended sour ale. And if you like sours, you're probably going to like this one as well. Um, they're calling it a beer for the history books. It is the first ever collaborative brew between Dogfish and Rodenbach. Um, it, this kind of uh, along the lines of what Dogfish had did when they released Sequench Ale, which quickly became the fastest-growing beer in the company's history. That was a session sour mashup of a crisp colch and a salty goza with a tart Berliner Weiss. And I'll be honest with you, that's a great Sequential is a great beer that I usually have at a summertime concert. If I'm at PNC uh, Bank Arts Center to go and see a show, I, I'm doing my drinking outside. But when I get in there, I like to have one beer before the show starts, and then I stop drinking uh, for the couple of hours that the show is going on. This way, I can sober up uh, to to drive home. But Sequench is this like perfect beer. It's a it's a low ABV. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. It kind of quenches your thirst uh, while still having a beer. And it really does, and, and of course, it's in a stove, uh, stovepipe can uh, of 19 ounces, which is great. So you can kind of sip it over a little bit and, uh, and finish it off, and then you kind of uh, sober up. But it's a perfect beer for a summer concert when it's hot out. They released um, Super 8, which, is su- which was a Super Goza in 2018, which I actually had on Staten Island. I'm trying to remember where I had that. Uh, maybe it was Richmond Republic, I think it was. And it was a whole bunch of different fruits and stuff. Uh, that's a great beer, but uh, this Vibrant P. Ocean uh, with Dogfish Head's uh, collaboration with Rodenbach, uh, I am very excited to try. They're apparently going to send me a sample when it comes out in a couple of weeks. Um, 
It'll be available in na- nationwide in six packs and 12-ounce cans starting in late January. Not sure if it's going to be on draft uh, elsewhere, but it looks like it's just going to be um, 12-ounce cans uh, in six-pack form coming out uh, in late January. So kudos to Dogfish Head. Uh, that's very cool. Now, another beer that I'm excited that's going to be coming out uh, very soon nationwide uh, from Firestone Walker. I love Firestone Walker's barrel-aged beers. Uh, they really make some great stuff. And Parabola 2020, that one-of-a-kind Imperial Stout, is coming out. Uh, it's actually out this weekend um, at their three California locations. The full release is coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, this beer was aged one year in premium bourbon barrels to really gain depth, complexity, and intensity. And then it's blended and released in limited quantities. There are bold flavor, balanced flavors, excuse me, not bold flavors, balanced flavors of chocolate, Charred oak, vanilla, black cherry, and coffee in this one. Again, it's available already in their California locations. Full distribution is coming up in the coming weeks. You can go to the Firestone Walker's website uh, to find Parabola online. It is a 13.6% ABV. The other beer that they're releasing in their brewery this weekend at their three locations, uh, Coconut Parabola, an exciting new variant. It's Parabola infused with cocoa nibs and freshly toasted coconut. Uh, this is a 14% ABV. It is ultra-limited, location-only release. Uh, but if you check them out in Paso Robles, Buelton, and Venice, you will be able to get that beer there as well. Not sure. I'm, I'm sure they're probably just doing pours. They're probably not doing growlers uh, of any kind. But uh, very cool stuff from Firestone Walker. And definitely when the Parabola bottle comes out, and it is out here um, on the East Coast, I will certainly pick one up. Uh, Firestone Walker, like I said, does a tremendous job. Uh, with their barrel-aged beers, and I love it. It's a 12-ounce bottle. Yeah, you can drink it by yourself, but that's a beer that you want to share with a couple of friends. Everybody gets uh, gets kind of a couple of ounces. You let that beer warm up. Uh, it is perfect for a winter night. And listen, let's face it, we're in January right now. we still got a couple months left of winter. Cold weather is uh, is right around the corner. We're getting hit with in the East Coast this weekend. Uh, this is definitely a beer to share with friends, uh, maybe in front of the fireplace or in a warm setting. Uh, keeping it to New Jersey... Our folks from Untied Brewing, uh, they are having their one-year anniversary. It's coming up on Saturday, January 25th from noon to 11 p.m. Uh, they are having a special can and bottle release, including the release of their barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout, some new IPAs as well as some fan favorites. Uh, you can uh, check out their Facebook page if you want. They have a link to the anniversary party and what they're releasing. Uh, Untied Brewing Company is located at 140 Spring Street, Unit C in New Providence, uh, Matt had reached out to me, the owner of Untied, uh, loved the mention of his beer and suds and duds, uh, from last week. Uh, Matt, I'm going to try, if you're listening, I am going to try and get over there, uh, on the 25th at some point, uh, to stop by to, uh, just to, to say thanks and, uh, celebrate the anniversary, obviously. And of course, get over to the brewery. I haven't been there yet. New Providence, the brewery in New Providence is probably... Uh, maybe 25 minutes, a half hour from my house. I should definitely stop over there uh, and have a beer. So hopefully I'll get over there uh, next weekend. Jay Wakefield Brewing, a great brewery out of Miami, is uh, distributing two of its core beers in 40 public supermarkets from Broward County to Key West. So El Jefe and Hops for Teacher will be available in four packs of 16-ounce cans in the craft beer selection of those public stores. All of the beer will be brewed and packaged exclusively at JWB's Brewery on 24th Street in Wynwood by the JWB Brew Team. Uh, Jonathan Wakefield, the owner, founder, and brewmaster, says we couldn't be happier to make our beer available through Publix. It seems like people have been asking us about Publix distribution since we opened the brewery, and we really wanted to make sure that we could adequately meet the demand without contracting out the brewing. It was important to us that the beer be brewed here by our team. It's the first of several major announcements that they'll be making in 2020. El Jefe is a 5% ABV, 13 IBU traditional German Hefeweizen uh, with the addition of fresh coconut flakes, for a taste of Miami and their hops for teacher, uh, it clocks in at six and a half percent, sixty-seven IBU, a generously citra hopped India Pale Ale with notes of grapefruit and passion fruit. So kudos to them. Jay Wakefield makes a fantastic sour that tastes just like Hawaiian Punch that I had um, last year at the kickoff to New York City Beer Week. Which, by the way, New York City Beer Week coming up at the end of February. They're having their event over in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Expo Hall. I am definitely going to be there because there is some great New York beers that will be there, uh, as well as uh, some out-of-state breweries. I know Icarus was there last year. Um, trying to think who else. Jay Wakefield was there. Uh, a couple of others. 
Uh, I think Magnify was there as well uh, from out of state and, 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 of course, from across the nation as well, like California breweries. Uh, so good stuff uh, at the Brooklyn Expo. You definitely want to check that out. We'll have more info on the Brooklyn Expo uh, event in the coming weeks. When we come back after a short break, it'll be time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hugh Hewitt is feeling the burn. Bernie is surging. The Sanders surge is real. It came out yesterday, Bernie Sanders 20, Elizabeth Warren 17, Pete Buttigieg 16, Joe Biden 15. You're down to four. Bernie, Buttigieg, Biden, and Warren. It's, it's, it's Bernie's race to lose. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6 on AM 970. The Answer. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. When you think of outstanding Italian restaurants, the only name that should come to mind is Michael's of Brooklyn. Family owned and operated by Fred and his brother John, they've been a Brooklyn institution since 1964, serving incredible Italian dishes for three generations. Listen every Wednesday to the Joe Piscopo Morning Show on AM 970 The Answer during Italian Trivia for your chance to win a case of their delicious sauce or enter to win at am970theanswer.com. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer to the final segment of the show. A little rush. Time stands still. That's the uh, that's the name of the song from the uh, from the album. I believe it was Time Stands Still. I could be wrong on that one. I mean, I'm I'm a Rush fan, but I'm not I'm not a, a Rushophile. I don't know what are they call Rush fans. Anyway, uh, we've been playing Rush uh, the entire show, of course, as a tribute to uh, Neil Peart. Uh, who passed away uh, of brain cancer uh, a week ago Friday uh, at the... Uh, actually, a week ago Tuesday uh, at the age of 67. He actually passed a couple of days before the official announcement. Um, and again, just so sad to see the professor um, is, no, is no longer with us. And what tremendous music um, from Rush. Not only his drum, uh, his drums, uh, but the lyrics... Just everything that he was, uh, the embodiment of Rush, three guys who were able to put together. What a power trio uh, that Rush was uh, back in the day. And, um, you know, obviously you want to see Geddy Lee and Alex Lifeson continue to play music, you know, somewhere else. But it'll never be the same again uh, with the loss of Neil Peart. Uh, you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. And you can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. We're also on radio.com. And we're on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the hoppedupnetwork.com and you can find my podcast uh, usually Monday mornings before 6 a.m. And a plethora of others selling craft beer is on there. Uh, the Two Brothers is on there. A bunch of other guys are on there. South Jersey Beer Scene, I think, is on there as well. Uh, you definitely want to check out the Hopped Up Network. They do a great job of uh, aggregating all of these different uh, beer-related shows. And then you can click and listen to them uh, whenever you feel like it. So it's pretty cool. Now, we got some news uh, late in the week 
from uh, Phil over at Source Brewing. Uh, he reached out to me to let me know about two of these things. They actually started uh, pre-sales today on Sunday, and he didn't give me the time when the, when the, the dates, when they're going to be picked up, probably in a week from now. Um, uh, you could pick up these cans of beer, but they got two new beers. Uh, so the pre-sales are, are happening right now. You can go over to um, Source Brewing's Facebook page, uh, and there's a link there uh, to go in. And what they do to reserve beers is awesome. So um, I know Kane has done Eventbrite. A lot of places have done Eventbrite where you go in, uh, you uh, you purchase your beer ahead of time, and then you go pick it up at the brewery um, when you you know when they have the release, right? But a lot of people had issues with, you know, paying and whatever. It was just it was a pain in the rear end. So what Source does is they do it a little bit differently. You go to the you go to the you click on the link, you go to the site, you reserve how many cans you want, whatever the case limit is. If it's a case limit, if it's one four pack, two four pack, whatever it is, you reserve how many cans you want. Um, you get a confirmation, and then you go to the brewery and pick it up, and you pay right there. It's very simple. Now, I don't know if they're doing that because they want to avoid fees with the with the website, but I'm guessing they got to pay to put the event up. I, I don't know how it all works. We're going to actually interview. I'm trying to interview Phil maybe this week uh, for the program for next week or maybe the week after. And I'm going to ask him that. Like, why do it this way instead of the way other people have done it where the, the money is already guaranteed that's in there and whatever. Um, but it's a great system. It wor- it's worked flawlessly for me two or three times. I really enjoy it. Uh, it's a very easy uh, uh, system to reserve beer. And then, you know, they have the release day. You've got a week to pick up the beer. If you don't pick it up, they put it out uh, for sale with the general public. The best part is the only way you're going to get cans from Source Brewing is if you go to the brewery directly itself. I think there's one bar in town, I think, that's, uh, that either sells the cans or whatever. But that's the only place, really, where you're going to get it is at Source Brewing. Uh, so very cool. And if you haven't been to Source Brewing down in Colts Neck, I encourage you to go check this place out, taste the beers, they're fantastic. So the two new beers they got coming out, Ultra Samba, it's their single silo series, the next version of their single silo series. It's an 8% ABV, it's a rotating single hop Imperial Northeast IPA, it's juicy, they got mango, pineapple, as they describe it, it's our latest signature juicy Imperial Northeast IPA featuring the Samba hop. This exciting new hop varietal was named for the overwhelming tropical dance explosion its aroma evokes. We get big notes of ripe mango and pineapple with bright citrus and stone fruits. The mouthfeel is super mellow and soft, and the bitterness restrained to accentuate the fruity samba hop flavors. The other beer is Elite Tribute, or Eli. Elite Tribute, right? 8% ABV. It's an Imperial Northeast IPA. It's juicy with tangerine, berry medley. The Imperial Northeast IPA that they brewed here as a tribute to future Hall of Famer Eli Manning. Uh, It is bursting with notes of tangerine, blueberry, red starburst candy, ripe peaches, and roses. Interesting. The mouthfeel is super mellow, soft, and the bitterness is restrained to accentuate the fruity interplay of hop flavor. So those two cans uh, are going up for sale. They're uh, up for pre-sale right now. You can reserve them and then pick them them up at the brewery uh, when they release them. The source is also going to be a featured brewery at the Asbury Park Beer Fest next Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th, and they'll be hosting tap takeovers at Brickwell Tavern and Asbury Fest Hall and Beer Garden all weekend long. If you haven't been down to Asbury Park, you definitely want to check out the beer scene. I've been to the Asbury Park Beer Fest a couple of times. Uh, I'm not going this year. Uh, I was trying to do a dry January. It's kind of failed a little bit. I've actually had a few drinks uh, here and there, Um, but... um, it's a great event uh, at at Asbury Park that they do uh, at the at the boardwalk. I think tickets are pretty much sold out. I think they only have Sunday uh, afternoon available. But uh, nice to see some local brewers there. Sources there. Wet ticket. Uh, I think Icarus is going to be there. Cape May. A few others uh, in the area. Asbury Park Brewing. I think the, some of the brewers that are. Uh, in the area, Dark City and stuff, will be there as well. And, of course, a lot of national brands as well. Um, I, to me, it was kind of the warm-up to Atlantic City, but I, I go to so many different beer events. It was one of those ones where I just, I've passed on it the last couple of years just because I haven't had the time, and it's it's January, the weather, you know, there's a whole bunch of different factors. What are you going to do? Anyway, let's get into Suds and Duds real quick. A couple of beers that I had. Stickany Creek uh, by Hermit Thrush Brewery. Uh, Paragon Tap and Table put this uh, on tap uh, a few weeks ago. This is a fan. These guys make great sour uh, beers. It, they are just awesome. Uh, a lot of cherry in this, a lot of puckery sour, very good beers. Anytime I see Hermit Thrush on a tap list, I absolutely have to try it because they're so good. Uh, 
Uh, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think they do natural fermentation where the, the sourness comes naturally from the air. I'm pretty sure that they do that. I have to double-check that. I'm not really sure about that. Anyway, um, then when I was there uh, that night, uh, Tom, one of the bartenders at Paragon, uh, made me, you know, we were trying to pick, they were doing all these different rare beers and stuff on tap, and they usually, when they do that, they keep them on tap for a couple of weeks because, obviously, they're rare beers. They're, they're a lot of, um, they're high ABV. They're not going to get uh, drunk pretty quickly, right? So he gives me Hazelnut Harris by Horace Fresh Ale. Oh, my goodness. First off, 14% ABV, right? Super strong. 10-ounce glass. Um, I think he poured it in a Rodenbach glass, if I'm not mistaken. But this tasted like a liquid Ferro Rocher candy. Do you know the candy Ferro Rocher? They kind of they look like a big gold nugget. And they got hazelnuts in it and chocolate and, you know, whatever. And you, you bite down on it and it's got this, like, crunch to it and whatever. Well, obviously, the beer doesn't have that crunch. But it has all the flavor of Ferro Rocher. And, I mean, this beer took me a good 40, 45 minutes to drink it because I was driving. I didn't want to be, you know, but, man, let me tell you something. Wow. That was a phenomenal beer. I mean, one of the best that I've had this year so far. I mean, that was really good. Uh, then I got home. My neighbor called. Said, ah, we're having a couple of beers. Want to come over? So walked across the street. Good thing. Uh, I cracked open a can of pastryarchy. The Chocolate Cherry Bonbon by Duclaw, they had sent this to me about a month or so ago. Finally got a chance to share it with somebody. It was something that I really wanted to share. I didn't want to drink the whole thing, so I wanted to kind of share it with somebody. Um, got a, got very nice chocolate flavors out of this. I didn't get a lot of cherry out of it, maybe because I had let it sit for a week, but for, for a couple of weeks, but um, I wanted a little bit more cherry out of this. If it's a pastry stout, I want those decadent flavors to come through. The chocolate certainly did. The cherry, not so much. Uh, so again, I don't know if it was because I had let it sit for a while in the fridge and then opened it. Maybe I didn't let it warm up enough. I I, I don't know. Um, but it was a good beer nonetheless. Duclaw has been really doing a great job uh, with a lot of their beers uh, recently. Um, the uh, next one was from Cyprus. This was uh, this is their coffee uh, variant from their anniversary uh, party. Uh, really, really nice roasted coffee notes. Um, uh, just a just an excellent beer, and again, a great beer uh, to share with a friend. So, Greg, it was a pleasure to share that beer with you, and he liked it a lot. Got to get him over to Cyprus one of these days. It's 15 minutes from my house, so I have to have to give him a ride over there one of these days. And then finally, um, my neighbor Greg broke out a bottle that he had had sitting for a while. This was Four Seasons of Mother Earth, uh, uh, the Autumn 2018 version by Mother Earth Brewing. Um, very burnt sugar heavy, sweet. It was nice. Uh, a different change of pace from the other stuff that we were drinking that night. So I was a little surprised at that. Um, I wasn't expecting all that burnt sugar, but that burnt sugar actually worked uh, in the beer. So it was a tasty beer. Really enjoyed that. And for a beer that had been sitting for almost two years uh, in his house, it really worked out nice. And I think I'm pretty sure we drank that at almost room temperature. I don't think he chilled it for that long. So it might have been at about 50 degrees, and it was very, very good. But, folks... We're out of time. I thanks to everyone involved in the show. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.